You're listening to the Grieving Mamas Club podcast, a space for moms who are on the wild ride of motherhood while navigating their grief journey. Here are your hosts. I'm Rashida, a motherless mom of a three-year-old and a one-year-old. Yep, that is two under four. And I'm Kara, a motherless mom with a three-year-old, an angel baby, and one on the way. Let's dig in. Hello, listeners, and welcome to episode 23 of the Grieving Mamas Club podcast. Today, we are going to talk about how Kara and I cope with triggers. So what are triggers that come up for us from time to time? And like, what do we do to, as <laughs> cue Kara chugging a high noon? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. That is one of my coping mechanisms. Yes, she's coping. She's coping. <laughs> and so what, what do we do to kind of like take time for ourselves and ride that wave of grief as it is hitting down on us? And I feel, I, I feel like this couldn't be more of an appropriate thing to talk about today because when this episode comes out, it will be June or July-ish. But today is actually... May 24th. Mm-hmm. By the time this comes out, the news will have been out and all of those things. But there was a another uh, school shooting today at the time of getting on this mic, 18 children had died. 18 students and two adults. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because they had people who had gone to the hospital. So, but before Mm. we get into the sadness and the triggeringness of that, Kara, how was your week prior to hearing that news? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's been a week, she says on a Tuesday, Mm. you know, like, I don't know. It's just been a fucking week. I think also it's May 20 something fourth, you said week before Memorial Day. So we're going to go out of town to go to the lake, hit the road and uh, see the sights, you know. So it's like already like a compressed week. Not that like we're taking off work or anything, but like next everything is just sped up. But anyway, it's just been a week. I just feel like, oh, I know Ellie was homesick today again. So yeah, she just like threw up and, you know, not in the toilet. So, you know, just like (laughs) never in the toilet. (laughs) Never. So, you know, I can't, I just, it's just been a week. It's just, we've had, it's just like life with two. I will say, you know, I think at one point earlier when we felt, when we filmed, when we recorded, I was like, oh, life with two isn't that bad. I was lying and maybe partially still in that like newborn, like bliss zone. (laughs) Oh, it's kicking our asses. You know, I remember when I first had to take both the kids and it's just two. Like, I feel like it shouldn't be that bad. Like three and up. That's when you can start mm-hmm. bitching. But I mean, mm-hmm. like two's hard, man. Like I wanted to take both of them to daycare, both of the kids to daycare. I had, you know, Brooks in the pumpkin seat and Ellie. And so you're like managing all of that. And then you have Brooks's Babo bag. Babos in our in our household mean bottles. So mm-hmm. oh, his Babo bag. And, you know, that's filled with whatever he needs. And then like Ellie's nap mat and, you know, stuffed with additional extra clothes and stuff. Should she have an accident or whatever? But anyway, so it was just like a lot you know, in her lunch. So it's just like a lot of bags. It's a lot mm-hmm. of kit. It's just like too much. It's just, it's just a lot. And I was like, I don't know. That was a hard adjustment right there. Just that alone. And but I mean, since, you know, it's like nothing now. It's like, OK, just an extra thing to do. Packing all of that stuff at night. But hiccup stresses me the F out. Like hiccup it- does. Yes, like the whole like two doing two kids at drop off, pick off, pick up, whatever. All of it stresses me the hell out. Like, yeah, because I now at least 
they both like to walk in and out, but they also both like jet out into the parking lot and I have to like step one and get one and like buckle yes. one in and like step yeah. like there's, I just feel like my hands, I couldn't have a third because I only have two hands to catch two children who are apparently trying to unlive themselves <laughs> by running into the parking lot. Yeah. I see those parents in the parking lot and they're like, get over away. That's me. That's me. I mean, Dominic Sabro. Yeah. Yes. 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 Because once once that second one starts walking, it comes with it comes with pluses and minuses. It comes yes. with pluses because you don't have to care. Like that's one less thing you have to carry. Yeah, they can walk, but, but then they like egg each other on and like race to the car. Yeah, and then there's traffic, and yeah, I know, and mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. I know it's 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 just a lot. And Brooks is still just the perfect little angel baby. He's so chill. He's so easy, but still it's just a lot. So mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. that to say is like for no particular reason that I can think of off the top of my head, it's just been a fucking week. Just work. I will, you know? I will tell you this too gets easier. I feel like I am in a, it's, it's, this is why we're probably not going to have a third because it's starting to finally get easier. Like it's yeah. starting to, and it's not, and I know like every phase, every season of motherhood is a phase. It's all changing, blah, blah, blah. But I just feel like things are easier now. They play with each other more now. So I have like times, like little pockets of time to myself oh. that I didn't have before. When they start, like when you get out of bottles, I also feel like it got easier then. Yeah. Because then you're not having to carry like all the extra sh- like shit around. Like, yeah. Oh, and speaking of bottles and speaking of bottles, exactly. Duh. That's why I'm so formula. Yes. What the, what in the actual fuck? What yes. in the actual fuck? Why is this a problem? Why? It shouldn't be a problem. This shouldn't be it happening. Shouldn't be a problem. This shouldn't be happening. So now it's like we're, we're running the circuit. And when I tell you the friends and family who have reached out and are on the lookout, the motherfucking lookout, like anytime they go to Target, Costco, Sam's, anywhere, Deerberg, Schnooks, wherever mm-hmm. local grocery stores to St. Louis, but like people are like, okay, yeah, I'll look out. Yeah, what does he? What does he have? Well, I'll, I'll be on the lookout. I'll be on the lookout. So last week, my friend, I, I so I, last week I lined up at Costco. At, you know, they open at 10 a.m. Got there at 10 minutes before, and there was a line at the door, and I'm like, oh shit! And I saw like, like saw some other moms there, and I'm like, you here for this too? You here for the shit? Because I like, this is heard- bullshit. This is yeah. such bullshit. But ugh. I heard like through like my neighbor was had been there the night before, and anyway, she was like, there's formula here, and I was like, oh, that's not the right kind. But then like I read the label closer, and I'm like, oh yeah, no, he can have that. So I lined up at Costco, and <laughs> and so they have a two per membership limit. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, that's two weeks. Two, you know, containers of formula is two weeks. Mm-hmm. So my mm-hmm. friend's like, I have a. She's like, I'll meet you up there. She bought two more with her membership, so we have mm-hmm. four. And oh, you should have called me. I could. I have a Costco membership. I could have done another two for you. Oh hell yeah! Well, next time you go, look yeah. out. I will be on the lookout, gal. Thank you. I'm also calling every morning, so I. They're super sweet, like you know, like, I don't know why they wouldn't be, but they're like, yeah, we have a, we have a truck coming Wednesday night. This should be on the shelves Thursday morning. And I'm like, I'm going to be there. So I need to book my calendar. She's gone. She's booked, booked and busy at 10 AM. But anyway, getting baby food, like beating other moms up for baby food to feed your baby. Like, yeah, this is America. Yeah. It's disgusting. It's absolutely America. Like we can't what it's scary. And I even asked the pediatrician, I was like, cause there's some stuff floating around on social media about something called relactation. So let me just preface this. I, okay. I'm, I'm here for this because I looked this up. 
Like, yeah. Yeah. I was like, could I do this? Like, could Aww. I relactate yeah. to, cause I liked pumping. It's not like, and in, in, like, so I continue, I was mm-hmm. on this path as well. Well, you were a mil- one milky mama. So you I would was just a, be an like, extreme milky mama. And if my really... kid's not eating and I can make half of what I made, I could help another baby. So that was, and then I read this stat that was like, it should not be on parents to solve a crisis that our government created. Yes. It, no, it should not. It should not be on us. This should never have happened in the first place. So first mm-hmm. of all, breastfeeding is not, let me just say this. We all know this, but we breastfeeding is not the fucking answer here. This is not the solve. Like seven, it was like 75% of babies by the time they're six months old are on formula. Breastfeeding doesn't work for everybody. There's some that, you know, you love it and that's great. That's fantastic. That's great. But it doesn't work for a lot of women. Mm-hmm. So relax doesn't work for the entire year. That yeah. you're supposed to feed them sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So relactation, not only like my, my pediatrician was like that, and that's just her, her opinion. Granted, mm-hmm. there's a lot of other things that are set out on the internet, interwebs and like whatever, social media mm-hmm. that, that you can do things to like start it back up, like pumping. And I, you know, she's like, that's not really, she's like, if, especially that's not really a thing especially if it didn't really work out for you the first time around. Mm-hmm. It's like, you really, I really would not recommend doing that. And you're not, it's not going to help you at all. I mean, mm-hmm. I was freaking out. I'm like, am I going to have to get back on the pump? And like, I read somewhere that, you know, for however long you've stopped pumping or whatever, that it's mm-hmm. how long it's going to take you to like, get that back. I'm like, okay, well, that's been three months because full disclosure, I stopped pumping at six weeks because it just totally fucking fine. Yeah. Yeah, it is fine. And it just wasn't for Brooks and I, like it was, I traded those times in for more baby snuggles. Mm -hmm. Relactation should not be a thing. I think some of me quite frankly, fucking made that up and the internet has just run with it. Okay. This makes me feel better because I did like a little bit of looking and I was like, should I do like, should I like, I, no. Obviously my babies don't need formula or anything like that, but at my heart is it can't take this. Like it cannot take, I always joke that like, once you're a mom, you're everybody's mom. Like, yeah. Once you were mo- like a mom, like you, once you're somebody's mom, you're a mom. Like, I don't know. Like you just become so innately connected to like little babies around the world. Right. Like, and yeah. I just can't like, yeah. it is breaking my heart that there are moms this is not a third world country. You should not have to line up to try to get food to feed your baby. Like feeding your baby shouldn't be like a luck of the draw. No. And let me just tell you something else. That 78,000 pounds of formula that was flown over from overseas, that's just for context. My husband works in logistics and supply chain, and that's two semi-trucks full of formula. So- That's not a lot. That two semi trucks full of formula that might go to one target store Mm -hmm. in a week. Mm -hmm. So then they said it was enough to feed over a million bottles. That's not fucking shit, Joe Biden. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. I know you're trying to really find, try and be the rescuer here and try. That's Mm -hmm. sorry. That is not fucking shit. And why are we having to take from other babies from overseas? And don't they have different FDA? Don't they have different regulations? Like, are we allowed to be drinking this? They do. They have, they do have different regulations, but here's the question I asked myself. This goes back to what episodes ago when I was talking about the, like how I get a little skeevy when it comes to like monopolies or like the obesity epidemic or that or prolonged grief being diagnosed so that like pharma can make money off of that. I get Mm -hmm. a little skeevy. Mm -hmm. So 
there's a monopoly mm-hmm. on there's a, a money monopoly on American formula, right? Right. right. We say, yes. So we're saying, we say like, is, is European formula good for us? Because we have been conditioned to believe that American only, our FDA only wants the best for Americans. And therefore that's why we can only get Abbott and Similac and all of those other ones. Mm-hmm. When that's not the case, like mm-hmm. other babies, how come the babies in Spain aren't getting sick? Like, like, yeah, it's all like that's I like literally sat the other day and I was like, why are they trying to tell us that America like it? We can't get the other formula because it's not as good. But like those babies seem to be thriving and surviving. Yeah. As well. Yeah. And let's it's talk all, about that. Yeah. 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 And it's all a fucking like a money grab. Like it, it also is. is like a monopoly on only certain formula brands can get, can be approved for WIC. So like the mm-hmm. women and children's help assistance. And so then those formulas end up being the ones that get most of, well, it's, it's, it's Abbott, that formula mm-hmm. is the one who gets most of the shelving space. Mm-hmm. So then other formulas don't make as much because they don't, they didn't win that state. It's all money. It is all money. It is it's all money. It's all fucking money. It's it all, is all money. money. Like follow the money and see where it fucking goes. Like, yeah, it is all money. Yeah, it is. It is. Put some more money. They tried to throw some more money at the situation and it was flying around that like 192 Republicans voted against it. But if you like, just even look at that, they voted against it because all it was doing was giving more money to, to the people who are on the WIC program. But that doesn't solve the problem. It did. It's it fine. I do give them. More I money. do agree. I like, do it doesn't agree. solve the problem. It doesn't. But it does in. There's still the no way formula. The Wix, but it does in the way that the Wix ones, the Wix. Oh, formulas are awarded. Right. I gotcha. So yeah, like, yeah, I gotcha. or the Wix, or the Wix, <laughs> the Wix, talking about a website. <laughs> <laughs> the Wix, it does in the way that the Wix formulas are awarded by the state. Like it's all, it's all money. Mm-hmm. It's all money. And I, I'm so disillusioned with our government on both sides of the aisle. Like I'm oh, yes. sick of this. I am too. I'm so, you know what? And I'm so glad because there's a lot of people like you and I, Rashida, who are having this exact same conversation, I feel like, and everybody is sick of their bullshit. They all act like they're out to help us. And they're for the man, the common man, the common woman, the common family. And they're fucking not. They're They're just out for each other. They're out for like the power. Like Mm -hmm. I'm so, I began, this is a total rant. Sorry, Mm -hmm. listeners. Like my, (laughs) my, my disillusionment with American government began in 2020. Yeah. (laughs) When I was like, what in the fuck? Like, why are we not help? Like, this is ridiculous. And it just like, I feel like just when you want to be like, could, could America get any more ghetto? We do. (laughs) It's like we're spiraling and we continue to spiral. And now there's fucking monkey pox. Come at me, bro. Get the fuck out of here. Like we cannot. Why? The the people of the world cannot take another pandemic. People are going nuck and futz. Bad. If we have another pandemic, it's done. I don't know what, I I do not know what would happen. Brooks was exposed to a positive case of COVID. So they therefore they both had to quarantine for 10 days. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Can, oh, this yeah. is not, oh, this cannot, I know, you know, cause you guys all had to quarantine, but mm-hmm. working with two healthy children at mm-hmm. home, like, mm-hmm. thank God, but that is an absolute separate form of torture. 
And mm-hmm. I never want to revisit it again. And it should, it just doesn't need to be happening. So no. that can't happen anymore. It can't happen anymore. Yeah. I don't feel like anybody in the government is here for us. And I know yes. that that, I know that there's things beyond my control, things out of like, that I don't know that I blah, 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 blah. Someone can fight in or slide into our DMs and try to explain American government to me. But what <laughs> I, I can see now is that children are dying in schools mm-hmm. and babies are hungry. Mm-hmm. We look like fools and no one's, yeah, no one's doing anything about it. No, we are pointing fingers at each other. We pointing are fingers, pointing literally, fingers, literally, literally, literally. Mm-hmm. They just wake up every day, walk their asses over to the hill and, and, and bitch. like and try to figure out. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is like the ninth time I've said it today, but I'm going to say it again. Follow the money and see where it goes. Mm-hmm. I know. Agreed or shade up. Anyway, how is your week? <laughs> <laughs> dare I ask? I know. Uh, shit. How was my week? <laughs> it was <laughs> Tuesday. I know. I'm like, what? My week has been fine. It's been like busy. Actually, you know, here's something to chat about. And I'm going to say this and you're going to be like, girl, shut up. Cause I have two kids and I I can't even imagine what you're feeling. I'm getting like bored. Okay. Like, oh, she's getting the itch. Like, like I am like, okay. Like, cause we've, if you look at my husband and I's relationship for the past nine years, it's been like, go, 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 go. And like, we moved in together. We took a bunch of trips. Then we got a dog. Then we got married. Then we got a house. Then we had a baby. Then we had another baby. Then there was a pandemic. Then we like, and then you got a right. And then you get a promotion. Yes. And so I told myself the beginning of 20 or at the beginning of 2022, my resolution was to just be like uh-huh. to grow. It was to grow where I'm at. Like, so to grow the podcast and to grow into my new role. And, and so I feel like what next, like what else should I do now? So I totally, I think that this is your opportunity, your chance to live out to yourself, your commitment to just be, mm-hmm. if you can fight through this and stay where you're at, I know it goes against every fucking grain and peace and being of you, every piece of you to not do this. But I think if you can try to move through this, you might just like level up sister. You might. You're right. I just need to, like, I don't need to add anything else to my plate. Ben and Ben, when I talk about this, Ben's like, I think you need a hobby. Like, I think you need a hobby. That's not the podcast or that's uh-huh. not something that like you hope to be something like a hobby that like knitting, like yeah. I like pick it up and I can put it down. Like uh-huh. whenever it suits me, I can be like, Oh, I'm going to knit tonight. Cause I have time or uh-huh. I don't have time. So I'm going to put it over there. Right. Cause and you so, have book club. You have your book club. Mm-hmm. You have the podcast. I mean, work isn't, I mean, work, but work that takes up your time. You have the St. Louis mom, you blog. I do. Yes. But those are all commitments, not it's, necessarily hobbies. Like I do mm-hmm. like doing all of those, but they all come with a commitment. Mm-hmm. And so Ben is saying, I need to find something that is not that, that like, mm-hmm. like he golfs, golf is not a commitment. Like he's like, I golf when the weather is beautiful and you say I can. <laughs> <laughs> And he's Pretty like, much. and I, yeah. yeah, he's like, I pick that up and I put that down. Like I do that when that is, when it is an appropriate time for me to do that. And he's like, I think you just need a hobby. And I'm yeah. like, but well, I can't, I am incapable of picking something up, and putting it down. So I, I also find this to be like a reoccurring theme in my life too, Rashida in like in a, in a reoccurring conversation I have with producer Brian and that it's like, Kara, you need a hobby because his hobby is 
hunting and fishing Mm -hmm. and being Mm -hmm. an outdoorsman. And I don't understand any of that. So like, that's a Mm -hmm. whole separate conversation that we get it can get into, but that's fine. Mm -hmm. But my hobbies outside of shopping and watching trash TV and watching trash TV, which I still really do because I'm like laying in bed scrolling on my phone, which I, but I love to watch trash TV. So like, those aren't really hobbies. Like going to the the spa, that's not a hobby. It's not correct. You know, and I know I find this, I, I struggle with the same thing. Like I would kind of like to take up pottery. What the fuck? (laughs) I used to really enjoy it in high school. You go girl. It's scratch that itch. You know what? I really enjoyed chemistry in high school. So I think I'm going to take up chemistry. <laughs> oh God, you need a little science. Yeah. Just take up some science. Get some beakers. Yeah. Whatever else. I was not into that, but. A little Bunsen burner. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I got to Google that. I got to look at this. But anyway, I know. I totally agree. Why? I feel like maybe. Why, I feel like this might also be like a reoccurring theme in a lot of women's slash mom's lives. Mm-hmm. When their kids get to like, when you're not having any more kids, like I'm not having any more kids. Mm-hmm. Right. And so like so a little bit of free time comes in. Yes. So like I have a little bit more free time and I don't, I know that I shouldn't fill it with another commitment. Yeah. So I don't, yeah, I don't know. That's why. So my week has been as cheesy as it sounds doing some deep soul searching into what a hobby would be for me and learning, like maybe I need to meditate some more, but like learning to be still like in this phase. Yeah. Right. So something I saw my hairstylist on Saturday and yes, yes. So she was like, you need to focus on self-love, which has also got, that's a trick. It's been a trigger for me recently. Mm -hmm. So obviously because it's our Saturday, so it is recent, but let me write this down because she's like, you need to, you need to focus on some self-love. And my therapist was the same thing. She was like, what are your hobbies? And I was like, well, my podcast, duh. And I like to go to the spa. And she's like, "Mm, okay. That's fine. I was like, I really enjoy self, like, like skincare. So every night mm-hmm. I have like my skincare routine and I, and I, and over, and I really like exercising, mm-hmm. going for my hot girl walks every day and love that that's now a thing. You know, I, I eventually want to get I, my pal. I love getting on the Peloton. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to try to like maybe take up doing a burn boot camp, but that, you know, both of the kids have got to make it through the night without getting up in the mm-hmm. middle of the night because mm-hmm. in no way is she going to wake up at 5 a.m. to do a workout because no. Nope. No, all the house is still at the time. So this does seem to be like a reoccurring theme and I am struggling with that as well. But I guess it was, this would lead us into, if we want to get into it, the triggers. Yeah. Grief triggers. So as I mentioned, I, I went to see my hairstylist on Saturday mm-hmm. and a recap for those of you who may not remember, she is intuitive. So she's always giving me insight as to like areas of my life that I can improve. Love oh, that. Oh, I know. She's so fantastic. I just love her. Oh, just I really appreciate like these like little tips. But mm-hmm. this on this week's episode of what Kara's hairstylist tell her, it was, I need to focus more on self-love. So I knew that I had kind of been dealing with like trying to, again, like you said, like trying to find myself and trying to figure mm-hmm. out like a hobby or something else that like I truly enjoy that gives me time away from the family to refresh myself, mm-hmm. fill my cup so I can come back and be fulfilled. So what was triggering about this was that about the year before my mom died, my mom was like also very into 
all of this kind of stuff. I mm-hmm. don't know. I think she saw make maybe a psychic or like an intuitive person or something, maybe a time or two. Never like with me, but like I love psychics. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I know. I love, love, I love psychics. Yes. <laughs> I know your story with Kip is awesome. Yep. Gosh, I should tell that on the and podcast. Casey. Day, another, yes. Yeah. Another, another show. is Sign- That yeah. could be like the signs episode maybe. Yes. Love that. Yeah. So the year before my mom died, she and I were visiting this store in St. Louis. And actually it's in uh, a little town, I guess, called Maplewood. And it's called Mystic Valley. And it's where it has like incense and crystals. I like that you called Maplewood a little town. I know. It's it's, it's inside of St. Louis City. (laughs) (laughs) It's a little neighborhood, I think is what you meant. (laughs) Yeah, it's a little neighborhood. You're right. I thought you were going to say, when you said little town, I thought you were going to be like Kimswick or like (laughs) something they have an apple butter festival. Yeah. <laughs> he is actually talking about a thriving neighborhood in St. Louis City. Yeah, exactly. It's a neighborhood. It's not even a fucking town. Yeah. Yes. I don't know. <laughs> Please continue on, Kara. <laughs> so it's Mystic Valley, this little shop in this neighborhood called Maplewood. And they have a lot of crystals and incense and it's a coffee bar and a smoothie bar and, and a lot mm-hmm. of intuitive people also hang out there. You can get readings done, you can get pulled tarot cards, you can purchase tarot cards, pendulums, all that kind of stuff that I'm into. And they have this jar. It's like a big like thing of rocks, I guess you could say. Like They look mm-hmm. like rocks. I have one right here. It's like a little, this is called a, a Jasper. It's for creativity. And with every purchase, you like dig you put your stick your hand into the jar and mm-hmm. you f- thumb around until you just pick one and like that's supposed to be like intuitively like that's the that's the crystal that will help you that you know, like your body needs or that mm-hmm. you need to whatever to help you through <clears throat> life's tribulations 2020 Rashida is like do you sanitize your hand before you put it in there no okay oh no this was 2019 okay. this is where we were oh, oh that's right. our yes. Yeah, yes. this yeah. We were doing all kinds of crazy things. Oh yeah, we were like, uh, uh, licking full on. <laughs> yeah, we lick. didn't even we didn't even give up. Book. Okay, yes, got Mm-mm, it. Okay. No, I assume that I assume they've added some hand sanitizer since then. No, they've get they've gotten a, away from it completely. I think actually, oh, like maybe boo. they will like dig around for you. So like they like might pump their like the you know the employee might pump some hand sani and get in there. But okay, yeah. It's not open to the public anymore. Okay. Okay. But yeah, you're, you you put your non-dominant hand in there, pull out a crystal or, and, and that's supposed to be with one that's going to serve you the most. So mm-hmm. I, sw- I shit you not like the one that kept popping up with my mom is something called Rose Quartz and Rose Quartz mm-hmm. is all about promoting self-love. Believe what you want. It's totally fine, but that's just supposed to help you remind you about your, like, think about loving yourself. I mean, and there was so much so that like, even the psychic that was just hanging out in there saw my mom. And I think some people were like, oh, which crystal should I get? And she was like, oh, blah, blah, blah. She saw my mom. She goes, you need rose quartz. My mom was like super freaked out about it. She was like, what the fuck? And then like a couple of times afterwards, she kept pulling rose quartz out of this big Mm -hmm. jar. And she and I were both like, what? This is so weird. Mm -hmm. Now, did my mom really know what was going on? Did she think something was up? Maybe. Don't know. You know, Mm -hmm. hindsight's always 2020. But anyway, so when my stylist was like, yeah, you need to really focus on self-love. I was like, oh my fuck. Am I? Does this mean that I'm going to be dying soon? Oh no, Kara. No. I I, I mean, yeah. 
Yeah. And yeah, it just kind of, it just kind of had me thinking and like, I'm really kind of like, oh shit, am I, I don't know, you know, is this like my sign? I'm like, okay, I gotta get my life together. So I had actually like the week, like last week, asked some friends, I need like a, just a regular doctor. I'm out of baby stage. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. like for a long time, my OB, he was my primary care physician. Now I need like a legit one. Mm -hmm. Um, just, I just want to be like overall healthy. I'm, I of course want to be skinny. I don't know if that's like necessarily in the cards. I think I'm going to be, it's going to be a new version of skinny. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm four months postpartum. I am trying to figure out which whoops time out real fast. I I was just saying this to my other friend who was her face. What? I was just saying this to my other friend who is four months postpartum. And remember that you are four months postpartum. Your body, your body literally just grew a human. Not only did you, did you grow a human? You did it during a pandemic, during like yeah. a global pandemic. You grew a healthy human who is here and thriving because his mama took care of herself during a fucking global pandemic. Like, yes, your body is doing it exactly what it needs to do right now. And that is healing. And maybe that's the self-love that I need to be focusing on and not, you know, outside of like, oh, the the bounce back narrative outside of that. I know. Fuck it. And, but it's also become like, okay, I've started buying just bigger sizes, bigger size clothes. Mm -hmm. Am I, Mm -hmm. I'm not a hundred percent happy with how I look. I'll fucking Mm -hmm. get there someday. I'm Mm -hmm. working out and I'm eating healthy because it's what makes me mentally stable. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Because when I don't do those two things in combination with my skincare routine, then I'm a shit show. I'm a mm-hmm. fucking bitch. I'm a yep. shit show. My life's yep. a mess. I don't perform well at work. I don't perform well at home and I'm not happy with myself. And that just leads me down a different path. So, you know, I started to go down the path of like, oh my God, am I going to die? But I'm like, no, I think this is like more of like, Kara, you, you had a C-section. So like, I think we talked about this, like C-section bodies. They are just, I feel like they're very much different than the women who have given birth vaginally, because mm-hmm. we have something, some girls call it an apron. Some people call it a shelf. So I heard it called a shelf. Yep. Yeah. Of my flap. It's like your fupa just hangs down. And mm-hmm. I don't think women, I don't think I could be wrong that women who've given birth vaginally have this. And I guess it's I because- for sure have a fupa right now, but, but- it was not because of that. <laughs> well, but but fupas are different. Like I had a fupa pre kids, mm-hmm. but it was just like stuck out. This actually hangs down, folds. Okay, fair. Yeah, yeah. There's okay. a fold, and like it doesn't could- jiggle, jiggle. It folds. Got it. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> it also jiggle, jiggles. Yeah. There's a jiggle, jiggle, it and wiggle, a fold. Wiggles too, it wiggle, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, we Got should it. do a TikTok to the <laughs> My fupa doesn't jiggle jiggle. It folds. Yeah. That would take some balls but though. I yes. would never be able to to let that fly free. No way. Yeah. No, I'm not there yet. I've no. I got a lot of self-love, but I'm not quite there yet. No, no, no. But anyway, so like learning how to just embrace that. It's been on my new journey. This weekend gonna be in a swimsuit. Fuck. Gotta I'm just not going to look in the mirror. Just going to put it on, live my mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. outside of that, that trigger of the self-love surprise. Well, I want to, was- so, so I'm going to make, I'm going to make an executive co-executive thing here. And I feel like, so, so listeners, the episode that we were going to do next in this series of our episode planning was talk about the anxiety around death. And yeah. so they kind of actually, they go together, these two, right? Yeah. So like coping, coping with triggers of grief and then like death. 
I, I have a lot to say about the death piece as well. So Kira, what are your thoughts on me just like roll through both of these and make it a two-parter? Yep. I love it. Because I as soon as I started talking about this, I was like, shit, I'll just bring it up next time. But I love it. Yeah. Oh, I was like, I think we just roll. I think we, as soon as you said it, I was like, well, I have to, I want to say something else about that too. So now Good. let's just roll through this. This is a live edit. Yeah. Listeners. Yeah. We are going to now just do this a one-parter, a two-parter, and it is coping like death, anxiety over death plus coping with triggers. Yeah. Um, so we can kind of, cause I feel like they just intertwine and it's like, de- it's like not death anxiety. It's dying. Like yes. personal, like we are dying. Like we're going to personal, die. not like yes. other people. Like that's what grief. Is. Like, yeah. All right, gal pals. Here's the deal. We're going to take a pause here and we're going to follow up with a part two in about a couple weeks. So hang tight, wait for that part two to come out. And until then, Just remember, when times get tough, you are a badass bee and you got this, mama.